Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Rail. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics we'll explore, remember that the areas you're moving into are always most important. Always prepare for what you're about to do and always know what's happening while you're doing it. That's how you move to protect others and yourself. Now, from headquarters, here's our host, Jason Francis. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Rail. Who do we have today, Travis? We have Kurt Dosher in studio with us today. Kurt is a B2B EDI integration analyst. How you doing, Kurt? Fantastic. Thank you very much for having me. Glad to have you here. That was a mouthful. I want to know what a B2B EDI data analyst is. <laughs> <laughs> tell us. Tell our listeners. Tell us. Absolutely. In short, uh, we handle all the electronic data that goes back and forth between the trucks to the customer to us and all points in between. Uh, we handle and, and deal with our customer service group so they don't have to hand build loads. They can go through electronically. Uh, also with our billing group, uh, invoices that used to go email or invoice uh, via just old snail mail. Uh, we set it up to where everything happens electronically. And it, you also sit on our charitable governance committee, and you head up. You're the chairman of our United Way fundraising efforts, right? That is correct, yeah. And we have our five-week campaign coming up here shortly, uh, and that is in the works. We just had a meeting today to kind of go over the final plans for that. And so we're very excited for that to roll out. What brought you to rail? What did you do before rail, and what brought you to rail? Uh, before rail, I was working in the Milwaukee area. I was working as an analyst, a data analyst as well, just for a contracting company. Originally started through AT&T and then converted over to a contracting company. Uh, the realm of responsibilities was somewhat different. Uh, but what brought me back here to Marshfield uh, was family. Uh, moved back to the area and then... Uh, Got hired on at rail about five and a half years ago and has been the best thing for me professionally. So I'm very happy. Let's let's learn some more about the different things that you do here with the Charitable Governance Committee. The, not that, the other one. The United Way. The United Way. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's blown my mind with the electronics talk already. So <laughs> let's talk about the United Way. Um, when I was a driver... I wasn't involved in it a lot. We didn't hear about a whole lot. I mean, we'd get the little message on the PC once in a while saying, hey, we're doing this. You know, you can donate for that, that kind of thing. Here in the office, it seems like it's an every week thing. We got something going on with the United Way. And it's some of them are a lot of fun. So tell us about them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the United Way rail is, is has been a huge supporter of the United Way. And that is a, a blessing. I love it. And I think what we've got coming up is going to be exciting. It's, a, it's got some of the same events that we've done last year that we did last year. We've got sprinkled in some new stuff as well. And uh, we've got a committee that works hard and to come up with the ideas. And starting in October, October 2nd through November 3rd, it's our five-week campaign. And it's our big push for fundraising and it's the opportunity for everybody to get involved 
And like you said, the drivers, yeah, you guys, it, you get to see it, but it's not necessarily the involvement to the point where I would like to see it yet. I would love to be able to come up with ideas to get you guys more involved. It's, it's a little harder because they're all over the country, you know, whereas, yeah. whereas you got us cornered in the office, you know. So. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, uh, the face-to-face opportunity to ask someone if they want to be involved in something is a lot easier. And then the routing, obviously, having uh, to be on the road, to be in the area where it's happening, that's a logistical, you know, challenge as well. We could bring the events to the drivers, though, couldn't we, individually? That is absolutely something that we're, we're discussing and trying to come up with ideas to get to get to make that happen. Because those drivers have local communities yes. back home, so. Yeah. And the United Way reaches every neighborhood all across the U.S. I may have an idea for that. <laughs> there was a... Uh, it was for it was a charity motorcycle ride, but it was a virtual virtual thing that I saw online. It was for the Wounded Warriors Project. Oh, excellent! Uh, what it was is you is you pledged to go on a hundred mile ride, right? And then you got X amount of people to pay to pay into this if you completed the ride. Okay. And all you had to do is send in a picture of your odometer, you know, from start to finish, right, saying that you did this 100-mile ride. I went a step farther and told everybody that for every $100, I would add another 100 miles, and I ended up doing a 500-mile ride. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Um, But I don't mean that exact idea, but something like that that you could, you know, set up. I don't know if you can do through Facebook or whatever, but... Something that you can set up that a driver can do from home is what I'm getting at. Something along those lines. Yeah. Or in their truck. Or or in their truck. We could yeah. make it a truck. That would be an excellent idea. It's it's just a yeah. it's just a random thought. It wasn't my idea. I mean, obviously, I just it was a neat thing on Facebook that I participated in for a different charity, and it blew up on me, and I had to do a lot of miles on the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it could be worse things, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, I posted this thing up on Facebook and said that I would do this, and I expected maybe three or four people, and like, boom, boom, boom. In 24 hours, I had my maxed out pledge. You know, I was like, oh my god, everybody jumped on that. So they had a website, then you would go yeah, put all yeah. your information in there and yeah, keep everybody yeah. updated. That's donating and all that. It was it was That'd for cool. the Wounded Warriors Project. I'm a veteran, and of course, when I when I see those charity things for the veterans, I jump all over them, you know, especially okay. a motorcycle ride because that's right up my alley. But but it's just, you know, obviously that's not the idea. It's just an idea, something that they can do on their own out on the, out on the road. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch base on, we, we, we throw the name United Way out there, but what is United Way? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, uh, <laughs> The United Way basically is um, an umbrella. I would like to think of it as the umbrella that sponsors a lot of neighborhood agencies or local agencies, um, places like Big Brothers Big Sisters, and uh, there was Child Caring Corp, Child Caring Incorporated, um, Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. There's all kinds of different ones, and every local United Way is going to have their own. Uh, set of charities and nonprofits that they support. 
And that's mm-hmm. essentially what it is. They're a nonprofit um, agency that helps support areas of uh, or agencies in need in the area. Okay. So our goal is to raise a bunch of money for this charity that helps out in our communities. That's awesome. And now we have this five-week campaign that we're going to be doing. You mentioned we're doing some of the same events as we did last year. But for people that weren't here last year, what kind of events we got going on? Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to have a, a bake sale, soup, chili cook-off type thing in one of the weeks. Powerball, we're going to do that drawing. A couple of them probably throughout that campaign. Uh, we're also going to be doing some 50-50 raffles. That opens up. And in between, like the second and third week, we're going to be doing a bago outing. And that's going to be out at one of the local um, sports bars. And they're going to say, we're going to set up bags and we're going to limit it to 32 teams. And so we got that going. And then uh, Coin Wars was a new one that we had tried last year. We're going to bring it back this year, I believe, um, where you it's a department-to-department challenge. Um, basically, you uh, try to raise as much money via coins and each denomination is either a negative point or a positive point. And so the idea is to try to get as many positive points as you can and make the negative points go towards your opposing departments. So that one's a lot of fun. Um, and then we're also going to be doing our basket raffles. And that's our big one. That's the, at least at the main office. And that one anybody can get into. You've seen that online last year and the year before. I think we've done that for as long as I've been here. Um, so all of the department heads and anybody who really wants to donate a basket uh, towards the cause can do that and then it gets bid on um, online and all of those proceeds that's, then go. That's one I've participated in every year since I came in the office. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's a good time. Yep. And we're also going to do a Halloween theme because this runs over our Halloween. Uh, we're going to do a ho- Halloween themed uh, candy gram. So we that we're looking forward to that one as well and that's where people can buy something to send to somebody else absolutely yep and then yep. that gets donated the yes yeah yeah so yeah the, the just over the five-week campaign we're looking forward to doing those things and then we're going to have uh, other things throughout the year i mean we do have the campaign runs through but it actually doesn't end until uh, the middle of december to where that campaign is officially done and then we'll start the next year again and have some other events and things planned throughout the year, like our golf outing. We did that in June, and then another bago outing again. So. And that golf outing looked like a success. I seen a lot of golf carts lined up in the picture. It, it was. We had one short, one team short of maxing out, and uh, we had raised a, a record amount for that particular event for the United Way. So yeah, it was it was great. Kurt, how do people get involved with the Charitable Governance Committee? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, the email group is cgc at rail.net. And any of the volunteer opportunities that get distributed, if you want to participate and help out, by all means, uh, contact that email address and you'll be contacted. And even if you can't donate any money, your time is, is really sometimes even more valuable. And if you... Want to donate your time? CGC at rail.net. Send them an email. Yes. Yep. Especially when you see an email come across 
looking for those volunteers. If, if, you, if you see those and you want to help out, uh, please do so. You guys are really helping out communities, people in need in communities. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. On behalf of our organization. Yeah, CGC is, uh, is, does a tremendous amount um, looking for the volunteers and volunteering themselves, the members of the CGC and the various committees that are underneath. Yeah, and then raising those funds to make stuff happen for those people that absolutely that yeah. uh, we can help out. Yeah. So what do you say we make a left turn and we get to know Kurt a little bit? All right. What do we like to do on our free time? Yeah. Well, absolutely. I've got uh, I've got two daughters, but they're grown and they're in Mel- in the Milwaukee area. Um, here, uh, yep, I do uh, things like um, I do love golf. I stink at it, but I love it. Uh, and I like to play pool, and uh, we play bags, uh, cornhole, um, basically any kind of any kind of sport I like to play. It's just whether or not you know any good. You know yeah. that's another that's another argument. But. So you like to stay active, and you like to kind of, you know socialize and do the competitive yeah. kind of stuff. It's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So we ready for a survey question? Uh, let's see, which one are we going to use here? Let's go with the, if you could bring any imaginary character to life. I'm talking TV shows, um, books, cartoons. Anything. Anything, <laughs> man. Oh, come on. Any imaginary character you'd like to bring to life and have a conversation with. Maybe your own imaginary character. <laughs> All right. I'm not that, uh, <laughs> I'm not that imaginative. Uh, let's see any character oh boy I love how these questions stump people (laughs) well there's you know you you could go down any avenue really could yeah what would be most exciting and interesting to you I would I would have to go with some type of a superhero okay I probably probably like uh well I guess Probably Superman, I guess. There you go. Yeah, the complexity or the 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 Clark Kent, the super. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how. It would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> not, not, not Superman the actor. I mean, Superman the real character. <laughs> right. Dude, what's it like coming from another planet? What's this kryptonite stuff? You know, I'm just just a couple of. Well, he was a baby, so he wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I just. The conversations. We've gotten some yeah. interesting answers. You like you know? poke them? <laughs> <laughs> that or Mork from Ork. Oh. That would be another. Nanu, Nanu. <laughs> Mork from and Mindy? A, a yeah, Mork. yeah, Mork and Mindy, right. Classic. <laughs> I love it. I'm picking the Mountain Man character out of one of the books I read. You know, Titus Bass was the one I brought up. But, um, nobody knows who that is, but... I enjoyed it, and I would love to talk to that guy. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well, you got to tell him who exactly this guy is. Titus Bass is a character in a Terry C. Johnston series of novels. He is a fur trader. Everything that happened was real. Titus Bass is not. They just put him in the situations sure. to live through it. Okay. So he started out as a little teenager in Illinois or something, and he wound up on a riverboat going down to Mississippi. And in St. Louis somewhere, he met up with some fur traders that were heading out west. 
and he thought, wow, this sounds like a great adventure, and he went with them, and of course it went through all that. Yeah. All that era in time, you know, of course, in real life, that one guy probably would have never been able to live through it all, but it made the books interesting to have a character that you know and love to go through all this. He got to meet Jim Bridger and all these all these historical figures that were out there, you know. So Very cool. It, it yeah. just would be a lot of fun to me. So, <laughs> Wasn't uh, John Jacob Astor, his family, traders in fur? I think that's how they yeah. got their wealth. Yeah. One of the richest people in the early 1900s in America. Yeah, I always say I was born 200 years late. I would have been right at home in that time frame, right at home. <laughs> I think I'd miss the running water and I the amenities. Yes, wouldn't bother yeah. me. Wouldn't yeah. bother me a bit. <laughs> no, yeah. you could heat the water on the fire, put it in something, and take a hot bath. Yeah, I will. I will admit I indulge in video games and all this, all this kind of modern stuff. But were that not there. I would be perfectly content out in the wilderness. Yeah. I have no problem with that at all. Yeah. Well, there's times that I'd like to get away from the, your IT. I mean, there's probably times you'd like to just put the screen aside, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I might have to amend my fictional character. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm thinking I would let down my daughters if I didn't say that I would love to talk with Albus Dumbledore. Ah, from Harry, Harry Potter. Potter series. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that would be interesting. And then go to uh, Hogwarts. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Just kind of tour it with him. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, that would be nuts. Hang out all day. And just Maybe yeah. maybe in the future when <laughs> VR gets, like, really real, you can do that. All right. That'd be pretty slim. Yeah, it's got the, you're wearing, like, the haptic suit, you know? And yeah. Yep. That'd be crazy. <laughs> got the brain chip on top to... of it all. It's like, yeah. you don't even know what's real, what's fake anymore, right? Yeah. I, I'm embarrassed to admit I had to stop and think about it for a minute when you said... Dumbledore. You said his first name. Oh, right. You said his first name. I was like, who's he talking about? <laughs> but then I remembered the Dumbledore. That's all I know. That's all I know. The guy with the beard. <laughs> I'm not the world's greatest Harry Potter fan. I did I did read the books because I read everything. If if you put it in front of me, I'll read it. Yeah. Uh, I just that's just me. But the movies and TV shows, I was like. Not all that interested. It's, that's the unfortunate <laughs> thing, right? To bring the book to life is a an extreme mm-hmm. challenge. And when you read the book, yeah, and pretty much any book, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of get let down by the movie. Well, it depends uh, on the equipment you're watching the movie on, too. This is true. And when it was made, too. And it's, you know, it's back. all opinion-based, too, because I think they did a fantastic job with Lord of the Rings, but the next person will tell you that movie sucked, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I think they did a fantastic job. I mean, that is that is three giant books, four if you count The Hobbit, you know, and they put it into, what, four movies, five movies? And I tell you what, it took me a lot more than six or ten hours to read these books, so. Yeah, yeah, there was, there was three movies just with The Hobbit, and that was, I thought it was really well done. So you ready to wrap this up? I think so. It's about that I time. I think so, too. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Keeping It Rail. Keep the shiny side up and a dirty side down. Be safe out there, you guys. Yeah, and remember to get involved in our United Way campaign this year and any other charitable stuff we do here at Rail, right? Absolutely. Thanks for being here, Kurt. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys.